believer's authority. So we are saying in the beginning that this one who is called a believer must have authority, like we used to explore on the authority of God's word. For some of you who have been part of that, those teachings, one thing which has come very clear is that the word, which is the Bible, the Logos, has authority. Say amen. amen. And we saw this from scripture. Now we are going a step further to say this so-called believer, we haven't yet known and come to a point where we say, who is this believer? So I'm giving a picture. This so-called believer, who we are going to know as we continue in our lesson, one of the things which he or she must have is authority. Then I began to teach you about God and his creation. What picture did God have when he was creating you and me? And that's what we, begin, we began from. And the reason why we began from there is that when we come to know who this believer is, we have this background about this God and his creation. Are we together? And in these teachings, one thing which I brought very clear is that if this believer, if this creation has to be what God wants, this believer must have this understanding, which I paraphrased it, which is seeing yourself as God wants to see you. Seeing yourself as God wants to see you. In other ways, if this believer has to be a believer according to God's creation, he must have this characteristic. He must have this kind of character whereby he must be like God. Say amen. amen. And we began, we zeroed down to, to talk about that this creation of God is made in the image of God and likeness. We wrote that down, isn't it? Then we, we went further to say this creation has a given divine authority, even if he is still in this form, this body. He has this authority, while in the form of a human being. Say amen. amen. That's where the likeness comes in. And we, we, we picked a scripture like 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 going to 6, where we talked about Paul was saying, what did he say? Huh? Huh? No. We do not wage according to, though we, we are in this flesh, we do not fight or wage war according to the flesh. Amen? Is that what you say? Me, I heard like you are talking about Ephesians chapter 6. Eh? Is that what you say? Are you sure? Okay, if you say it, then. I did what? For though we walk in the flesh, Eh? We do not wage war according to the flesh. 
Hmm? He says, for our weapons. Eh? So he says, we are in the flesh, but our fight is outside flesh. Say amen. amen. So that has to do with the, the divine authority while he's still living in the flesh. Then he went further to talk about what? That we have been mandated as his creation, mandated to be in charge, isn't it? That we have got this dominion aspect. Amen? To be in charge, dominion. That if you reach a stage where you see yourself as God wants to see you, you begin to look at whatever God created must submit to you. Hello? Why? Because one, God gave you the earth. Remember? Psalms 115, verse 16. The heavens, even the heavens are the Lord's. But the earth has done what? Given to man. So we see a picture where God is saying, you as my creation, I have given you this authority in the flesh. Go and have dominion on the earth. Say amen. amen. Then what does he do? He gives you the, the authority to be in charge. Say amen. amen. Then last Wednesday, if you were there, we talked about divine protection. All around. You remember? Where God says, like in Zechariah chapter 2, verse 8, where he says, he protects you like an apple of his eye. Remember? Meaning you are so precious to a point whereby he protects you like no one must touch you. But you know what? Until you are well taught, fear will still creep on you. When you hear anything, you'll be jumping like anything. Remember I said, one thing you're going to notice about a child of God who knows that me, I'm well protected, is when this, you throw a snake here, hear how Bertha is going to shout. Therefore, Mabel, uh -huh. eh? Now, here, Derek is going to say, Jesus! Eh? Eh? Why is he shouting Jesus? Because he knows he's in the image of... But Bertha will say what? Therefore, Mabel. Because she doesn't see herself, I've just given an example, I'm not saying that's, you know, she doesn't see herself as, a, as somebody who is well protected. You know, that teaching is not with her. But Derek, who, who knows that, when anything comes, he knows where to run to. Amen? He knows who he is. Say amen. Amen. And that's exactly who and what. God. Now, that's why we are emphasizing on this aspect to say you must see yourself as God wants to see you. Say amen. amen. Today, on this one, God and his creation, we're going to do the last one, which is having divine destiny. Having what? Divine destiny. In other words, what you must understand is this. If indeed you are going to be God's creation, one aspect which you must not lose track of is the aspect of destiny. Say amen. amen. And this destiny, listen to me very careful. This destiny which must be accomplished while you're still on earth. Hello? And there's a final destiny which has to do with what? Heaven. Mark that. It's very important. Why is this one very important? It's important because until or unless you understand 
that you're not just somebody. You are a child with destiny. A child who is not just born for the sake of birth. No. 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 It doesn't matter whether you were born out of rape case or born when the father didn't even want you or mother didn't want you. It doesn't matter. The very fact that you were born, just know you are marked out for destiny. Say amen. Now, if you can understand this, God and his creation, then you will not lose track of what you should be. Meaning to say, today, you may not own a vehicle. Say amen. You may not what? Own a vehicle. You may not own a house. You may not have all these things. But because you are a child of destiny, you know one day, according to destiny, according to destiny, well, let's say I'm still on earth. This must come to pass in Jesus' name. Amen. I said in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, in Je- 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 Jeremiah 29 verse 11, we know that scripture very, write it down. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace are not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. Mark that. One of the things you must pick from this scripture is this. God knows. If you are writing those some things you write. God what? Knows. Mark that. Don't lose sight. Don't lose that aspect. That God knows. Because if you lose that, the moment you are in trouble of anything, you think you are finished. But when you know that God knows, you may enter a fire, you know I'm coming out. You may fall sick, but you know I won't die. Hello. Why won't you know? Because you know God knows. Marked out for destiny. That's why people like Paul, if you go to Philippians, Paul was able to say, chapter 1, I think, he says, for me to live, eh? for to me to live is Christ, verse 21. And he says, to die is what? Gain. But if I live on in the flesh, meaning like you are, he says, this will mean fruit for my labor. Yet what shall I choose? I cannot tell. Now, the way he likes, which is, catches my attention, is when he says, what shall I choose? Here, why is he saying, what shall I choose? Because he knows, God knows, that he cannot just die because there's death. Remember, I've always said this. I've always said, you will not die because there's a way death. You will die because I've run the race. Hello? Ah, may you know that. I've done what? Run the race. You will not die because there's a way death. That's why if you have seen, if you have been following uh, the world, there are accidents where people, the vehicle is, when you look at it, you say, everyone has died here. Just looking at the vehicle, so everyone has died. Only to hear that no, no, no one has died. Why? <laughs> it's not because of death. It's because it's not appointed for you to die that day. Hello? Others will only dead. It's dead, yes. 
What was he coming? Tiffany. You even say, no, it's not true. You even begin to accuse neighbors. Hello. Now, that's not what I'm really sharing. What I'm really bringing to your attention is this. For you as a child of God, you have destiny. Amen. So death is not because you are going to die. Death is because you have reached your state. You know? So he says, for me, I'll choose. I don't tell. For I'm hard pressed, verse 23, between the two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to remain in the flesh is more needful for you. Now, it's talking like saying, when I remain, uh, when you hear that language, just not someone knows that you can't die because it's dead. You know? So he says, I have to remain because uh, FAO must, must hear this. If I die now, FAO will be lost in these teachings. So because I, she must gain, I'll still be alive. Say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. So he says, for I know the thoughts, that's now Jeremiah, that I think towards you, eh? says the Lord. Now he goes further for you to be comfortable. He says, thoughts of peace. In other words, when you begin to apportion yourself if you're a child of God, never ever think God is so cruel to you. That's why you are poor today. Never. That's why you are, you are sick. You are complaining of sickness. God, uh, God is very bad to me. Me is always causing me to be sick. Never. Unless if you don't know this scripture. Let me ask you a question. Is poverty peace? Hello? Is sickness peace? Is failure peace? That's why whenever you are found in anything like that, just know this is not of God. Meaning to say, God cannot inflict me with sickness for, because he wants me to be, to be sick. No. Even when Job went through sickness, read that story. That sickness was not unto death. Hello. That sickness was for glory. To show that God is still God. That's why you can't die because there's sickness. Hello. Now, if you know that, then you are closer coming to know that if I'm God's creation, one of the things I must look forward to is peace. So that when there is no peace, I must know that God is working out something. So give you what? Peace. And not of evil. So remove evil. When you see evil in what has happened, remove God from there. Just know God is not part of this. But whatever it is, I'm not going to die. I'll come out. Hear me, let me say this in advance. You passing through situations does not mean you are too evil. Hello? Because there are times when we look at people, well, because this person is, is having this problem, I think those are more wicked than me. Because there are some people who are close to perfect in sickness. You know me, I've told you that for more than 15 years, I have had no problem with this sickness. When I say sickness, I say, take your medicine and so forth. Now, it's very easy for somebody like that, if you are in that situation, to easily condemn others. When you see them there, they are not feeling well. You understand? You think they are evil. If you have that mentality, you've missed it. Amen? If you can think that way, then you've missed it. Why? 
as long as somebody is a child of God, even when they pass through those situations, just know it's a passing phase. Amen? Amen? It's a what? A passing phase. Don't condemn them. Don't look at them that, that, that they're more wicked. They are, they, are, they, are, they are terrible. Yes. There are situations we, 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 we pass through because of what we did. They are there. But even when it's like that, listen to me. God does not say, okay, now, uh, Mark, you've done this. Now I'll show you that I'm God. God is never, 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 never. Don't even waste your time. God's hand is always extended. Amen? Waiting for you to come back. Even when you have errored, even when you have committed, I will use a terrible sin. Remember the prodigal son? The prodigal son is one example. Who went, who did what? He went away. He told his father, Father, just give me me. I know what to do. I'm grown up. But here, if you read in Luke chapter 15, the father was constantly waiting for the son to come back. Hello? If you who, who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, what about your father, your creator, who knows your weakness, who knows even when you're going to sin, even when you're going to come out? He knows. If you think you can do good, you can forgive your child who has gone astray, what about your father? That's so why when you hear of evil, just know it's part of the journey. But I'm coming out. Just come back to him. That's all. Say amen. amen. Says not of evil. Says to give you. Say to give me. Amen. That's where now you must look at yourself. That I'm a child of future. Amen. To give you a future and a hope. Amen. Say amen. amen. To give you what? A future and what? Hope. Very important. Having divine destiny. And like I said, this destiny, number one, must be fulfilled here on earth. Don't go down to the graveyard with the destiny still packaged. We have a book called Potential by Miles Mandela. Is it Miles Mandela? Okay, even Miles Mandela has written something like that. Potential. Where, when I read that, those, that book, there are so many people with their potential. They've gone down to the grave. Say not me. Amen. Say not me. Amen. No matter the stage you are, don't ever make a mistake to think God has abandoned me. Always know there's still something God is doing. Get an example the way we are. If you don't know that you're a child of destiny, you can easily give up. Somebody was telling me that time, say, you know, Papa, the moment we finish building this church, you'll see others who are hiding from coming to church because they feel, if they come, you'll be telling that, okay, how many, how many are, are going to, to pledge? Eh? There are others who are hiding from pledges, but the moment this church is finished, you'll see how they become. Amen? But the way we are, it will look like it's not no progress. Somebody even can even laugh, say, ah, this will not grow. Uh, you don't know this God. Mm. You don't know <clears> this God. <throat> Just reach a stage where you say, God, use me. May I be one of the vessels you are going to use. Say, tomorrow when the church is in thousands, 
to say I was part of the, the people God used. Not to say, no, me, when, only when they were, that's when I came in. When there were few, I, 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 I ran away. No. Hallelujah. Amen. So he says to give you a future. Huh? Future has to do with tomorrow. Say amen. amen. So don't be in a hurry to be in the future when you haven't reached there. Because uh, always know, I've always told every one of you like this, to say, all of you, never ever be in a hurry to harvest. Be in a hurry to sow. Why are you sowing? Because sowing has to do with future. Amen? Amen. At my age, I'll tell you the truth, very like tonight. It's time for me to harvest. Mm. Now, if you want you to be, to be 60 years, when you are 20 years, you want to harvest, I think you are very unfair to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> eh? I know I also want to eat. I also want, why, why is only the bishop is the one who is, who is being blessed? It's time for him to be blessed. Amen. Amen. <laughs> eh? That's why we have got some splinter churches. Some places when people see oh, the man of God is being blessed, but they don't know that there's a time when it's time for him to get what he's getting. Amen. Amen. He passed through or she passed through your, your, where you're passing. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. Okay, Psalm 105. We'll end here for, to, for today. Then next week we conclude. Verse 8. It says, he remembers his covenant forever. The word which he commanded for a thousand generations. The covenant which he made with Abraham. And his oath to Isaac. And confirmed it to Jacob for his statue, to Israel as an everlasting covenant. Now, he's talking about a covenant. Eh? You are there, 105? I said from verse 8. Saying, verse 11 now, to you I'll give the land of Canaan. Say that's future. Say that's future. In other words, future has to do with what God said. Hello. Hello. If you are God's child, according, you must know there is what God has said. Okay, let me continue reading. Saying, if you say to you, I'll give the land of Canaan and the allotment of your inheritance. Inheritance has to do with what? Future. When they were few in number, indeed very few, and strangers in it, when they went from one nation to another, from one kingdom to another people, he permitted no one to do them wrong. Yes, he rebuked kings for their sakes, saying, Do not touch my anointed ones. And do my prophets no harm. Say amen. Amen. Say future. future. When you have a future, wherever you go, you are carrying the future. Amen. You are carrying destiny. Amen. Hear me. There was what God said about the children of Israel. That has to do with destiny. Saying destiny is, it will come. 
Remember that even when Pharaoh was saying, I won't let you go, did he succeed? And so shall it be on you. Amen. Every enemy who has tempered with your destiny, hmm. I command that enemy to step down. Amen. I command that enemy to expire by fire. Amen. I release you to your destiny. Amen. What God said about you shall come to pass. Amen. It shall be fulfilled in Jesus' name. Amen. He says, wherever they went, he permitted not even kings to touch them. Can you imagine? As authority as he is, as a king, but when it came to a child of destiny, he said, don't touch. Why could not touch them? Say destiny. So it's your destiny that marks you out. Say amen. It's your destiny. And remember, that destiny was supposed to be fulfilled here on earth. That's why I told you that there's destiny which must be fulfilled here. I remember when we were still beginning to know about Christianity. Because we didn't have good teachers who could let us know that after all, there are, there are things you must enjoy while you are here on earth. We, we, we are all geared to go to heaven. I'll tell you the truth. I'm telling you, we will say, no, I don't care about the, the, today. I, I don't want even to have money. All I want is to be in heaven. <laughs> that, unfortunately, we only saw destiny in heaven. We never saw destiny that, hey, well, I'm still here. Let me be rich. If God has ordained me to be rich, let me be rich. Let me own a car. He said, no, 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 cars. You, actually, we used to condemn those who used to have vehicles. See, this is not go to heaven, this. We even used to quote that scripture where Jesus was saying that a rich man is better for a camel can enter a little overnight. So we used to use those to show that we were ready to go to heaven. We are more ready to go to heaven than to feel destined here. You will not be ignorant of that. There's destiny which you must accomplish while we're here. Hello. And that's very important for you and me to understand. And to appreciate. So while else you are still here, work hard. Why? Destiny. Work hard. Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. There's something God has given you, has a portion for you. Say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. That's why Paul, when now he was ready to go, you go to Timothy. He says, now I can go now. Amen. amen. I can what? You, you know that when it's time for you to go, to leave earth, you don't even struggle. When you see people crying, those who want to cry, you say, do they, do they know that me, I, I've, I've finished my race? Eh? Why do they cry like they want me to stay here for what? Eh? You know it. Remember when Isaac was about to go, he called his son Esau. Remember? He said, Esau, Give me something. Something I must give you before I go. Meaning, so when you are truly channel of God, who, who goes accordingly, you even know that I'm supposed to die. I'm supposed to go now. Say amen. amen. Jacob called his children now. He said, hey, time has come for me to go. You, too much mawala. You, you are a too good boy. You, he was giving them each. Why was he doing that? Because he knew time had come. Mm -hmm. Destiny had been accomplished. 
here on earth. Say amen. amen. I pray for you. Do not die until it's time for you. Amen. I pray for you. You will reach your accomplishment in the name of Jesus. Amen. That no enemy shall stop you amen. from arriving as your place of honor. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The God who raised me for you will make it for you. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen. amen.